Everybody was Mabel Thorpin. <laughs> Those dicks were fast as lightning. The Mabel Thorps were a little bit frightening. Oh! Oh, burn! Would anyone like to Mabel Thorpe me another beer for real? <laughs> <laughs> it's happening! Mabel Thorpe, me, buddy. Guess who, motherfuckers? Maple Thorpe. Are you are you uh, Robert Maple Thorpe? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of me. Yeah. Uh, I uh, the original dick pic. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. You created dick pics. <laughs> yeah, I did. I created them. You're did you Did you see the picture of him with a whip in his ass? He has a whip in his ass. That's his in his asshole. Like he's like, like in the a whip asshole sticking out of his yeah. asshole. I, well, I didn't know if he had a clinch in his butt cheeks or like no, no, it's plugging it up. <laughs> I need a recap. Big time. <laughs> I played so many other games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Episode. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Wes, <laughs> and I'm joined today by the five Brants. Introduce yourself, Brants. Tell us who you're playing. <laughs> Brantwell. <laughs> Branterson. Brantwell Maplethorpe. Yeah. Brantwell Brink Brink. Brantwell Brink Brink. Brantwell Brink Brink. Yeah, I'm playing yeah, Arwell Garrowin, the Divination Wizard Gnome. Who are you? I'm Jonathan. Yeah. He's Brantwell Brink Brink. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm Alan, and I'm playing Patches, the half-elf thief rogue. It's not a joke. He's laughing because we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we allowed to laugh? Uh, no. no. Don't let it happen again. We'll just do it anyway. I'm Nina. I'm playing Adelaide, the half elf warlock. No laughing! <laughs> Get out. Get out. I'm Rachel. I'm praying. Praying. Good Lord. I'm praying I've this only had one beer. What is going on? I'm praying it never ends. I'm going to be so sad. So I'm playing Brant Lista, the tiefling bard. <laughs> I fucking love calling everything Brant. So happy to be here. Thanks. Well, it tickles my ego oh, just I the right way. Um, it, Brant would <laughs> Would, yeah. like would patches just be branches? Branches. Yeah, branches. <laughs> I am Brant Robert Maplethorpe Studley McLongballs Hanks, and my uh, character is Guy on a Buffalo. He is a ranger, he's a human, and he multiclassed as a fighter. And that worked out pretty well in that last fight. So, last time on Hit Dice, you guys made a bunch of barbarian children angry, Yay. and then <laughs> you found a Mallory, and it turned out she was a god. Damn dragon. The whole and time. You guys killed it. You guys <laughs> killed the dragon. Uh, it was a pretty epic fight. It, it, it put a lot of things into perspective for me as a DM, and I'm sure for you as players. Uh, you handled the dragon a lot more efficiently than I thought you would. <laughs> but it was still a great fight. It was a great fight nonetheless. Um, there were a lot of big blows from each side, and it was super fun to play through. Super fun. And then you found out that the strange figure in this cave that you were inside of, that's under the ground on this tundra, had a young girl in it that you all know as the true Mallory. And as she emerged from this, you all knew that she left to fulfill work that you all declined earlier on in this campaign. And when when you defeated this dragon and freed her from its ice prison, she actually produced the stone of water. And uh, it seems like she went out and somehow was able to retrieve this. But she she's already offered it over to you all um, you're, you're inside of this ice cave that is underground. There is a waterfall raging behind you that goes about 30 feet up and off of the ground. And there are these beautiful ice pillars that go all the way up to the ceiling. There is a crumpled white dragon body 
that is just lying in the floor in this place, <clears throat> sprawled out, like blood oozing out of it. Its eyes have frosted over. Its body is slowly setting into this ice, but it is not breathing. It is not moving. You all have absolutely killed it. Buffalo did get healed, so Skeleton Buffalo is standing up. And just as a reminder for what Mallory looks like, Mallory's a small girl with bright red hair. She wears a small witch's hat. Right on the top of it. It's a very traditional witch's hat that's short with a point on the top and her red pigtails coming out of the side. She wears cloth clothing that are dull yellows and reds, and she has a wand tucked at her side. Her eyes aren't as bright and brilliant as you all have seen them in the past. However, her body is shivering, and she's having trouble speaking between sentences. On top of her and this dragon's body... There's also a hoard of treasure in this place um, that melted out of the place that Mallory was entrapped in as well. She's essentially sitting on top of it as you all are getting her out of here. And as she's sitting here and she's shaking, she's like, she produces this stone and she hands it to you. And she's, she's just looking out to all of you and she's shivering slightly. And she says, how long have I been in here? I don't know, Mallory. Hard to tell. Um, and we're not we sure really... exactly when you were taken. Um how long have, since we know. left um, Raven's Bluff? Four. Three weeks since okay. you la- last left yeah. Raven's Bluff. I'm going to roll nature and take a look at her and see if I can tell how long she's been in there. It's okay. like a nine. Um, yeah, with like a nine. You th- you think she's been... It's, it's hard to tell because it wasn't real ice. It's not like she was thought out of it like a caveman and brought back to life in Jurassic Park. Right. It was like magic Which that was totally keeping happens. her. Yeah, it was like it was magic that was keeping her in there. So it is really hard to tell. Um, but her skin being blue is really strange. And it seems like she was preserved to some extent. With your role, I'll say that you, you're surprised she's not dead. Oh. So it seems like she was being kept alive on purpose. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah. I want to, um, just while we're talking to her, sit down beside her and like share my extra fur with her because yeah. if you remember, I took an extra one for the Yeah, and she, usually she's very stubborn. Mm-hmm. She has a very sharp tongue, but she's she's mostly keeping quiet now and shivering and she accepts it like really quickly. I just sit down and wrap myself and, wraps it up. and the and thing I'll around her. Lean in. And I think it was the last thing I said to her in the last episode where I was like, have you ever wanted to see what's inside of a dragon? Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you have a bag of holding? We do. I wish. We oh, do, do we really have a bag yeah. of holding? Mm-hmm. I, uh, That's where the magic beans are. Oh, my goodness. As an intimidation <laughs> me- measure, I would like to chop off the, the head of the dragon, and when we get up to the final yes. dragons, we fr- hurl that shit out in the floor. I would love to just dump it out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to Hold take, on. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it'll fit, though. It won't fit in the bag of holding? No. It's, it's going to fit. I think I'm going to take should... the Big Blue Axe and and uh, the obsidian axe and just go ham and chop it Okay, you're off. just, like, going for it. I want to get some scales for another uh-huh. bikini, right? Well, I don't want to get super dirty while he's doing that. And I want a claw. <laughs> a claw? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see you see Mallory's eyes brighten up yeah. as you say this. You're like, do you want to see what the inside yeah. of a dragon looks okay. like? And her eyes do brighten up. And she said, she's like, oh, uh, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, a good like, souvenir. We could bring it home. Could maybe, like, get to its heart or something. Yeah, Ooh. so, guy, roll a, roll an athletics Jesus. for me as you're just hacking through this <laughs> dragon. <laughs> see how it usually... That's I got my awesome little horn. One sec. That charges up my electricity <laughs> powers. It's pretty good. 18, 21. Yeah, so with the 21, guy has both of these axes out, and he's just hacking at this dragon's head, and quickly, you see, you like, this... As you're hitting its vocal cords, these really strange things are happening. It's just like, <laughs> like as you're hitting these this dragon's vocal cords and ripping these axes out of it, and you all see this bright crimson blood just splashing all over this white, beautiful, clean dragon. It is all over the ice, and it freezes as it touches it into this weird ice-like blood that's like thick and rich. But that head just 
like comes across and its tongue lolls out and the head like it slouches to the side as it doesn't have the support of those bones or muscles anymore. You just see it like sloth to the side and the tongue come out and the blood's just pouring all around it. We had the book on dragon anatomy or just like their... What do we have on dragons? Um, guy read. You all read a book on like, like rituals and stuff, right? It was. It was like. It was like nature. Yeah, it okay. was their nature. So um, where they we, prefer to live. Would we what know their maybe like are. where like their like glands are, where they get Ooh, their the breath fire weapons? Glands? Or yeah, or like their ice. Oh, cool. um, you could roll. You could uh, roll a medicine with advantage since you read that book. Natural. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! You so you cut this head off, and you would know that in the yeah. in their bottom jaws, just behind it, it it's these really gross-looking, basically skin shoots that has hole, <laughs> that have holes on the end of them, and you would know that the glands are actually inside of there. That one, I get into it. Okay, yeah. So you're like in this thing's mouth. Yeah. Okay, so Arwell's like crawling up into this thing's <laughs> mouth, and uh, Gumbel flies off of you, Patches. He's staying really close to Mallory. Uh, like as he sits on her, he's not chirping and he's not purring. You all feel this sense of familiarity as he's sitting on Mallory's shoulder. You feel the sense of contentment, of comfort, and of worry. And he's just like rubbing his little ruby head up on her, and he's like biting at her ear and he's nudging at it. And you can just see like a little weak smile on her face as she's just petting the back of him and he's prodding with his little tail. And she walks up into this dragon's mouth, yeah. and Arwell's just like cutting yeah. like so carefully like, these yeah. things out. So I'm trying to get in a vial or some kind of whatever mm-hmm. I have on me and just okay. like put it in. Yeah, these things would be as big as about two of your fists. Okay. So like a half of a football, basically, yeah. and you have two of them. Sure. So uh, you're, you're going to try to like squeeze it into a bottle? Yeah, I don't know. What's this world's equivalent of a Ziploc baggie? <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> a bag <Okay>. holding. Yeah. <laughs> How big is the opening of the bag holding? I mean, it's just like a backpack. Like you a know? purse. Like, yeah. <laughs> How big is the dragon head? About as big as the table. We could make this work. <laughs> <laughs> can I be looking in like the pile of treasure for the weirdest thing I can mm, find? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to join her after I. Yeah, or well, you're. I would save the two. Yeah, glands. you're up in the mouth of this thing, and Mallory is just watching you so curiously as you're ripping these glands out, as you're looking at this dragon, and she's just sitting there, and, and you can see like there's just a little bit of satisfaction on her face yeah. watching you all clean and gut this dragon <laughs> and just like take all the pieces off of it. And she, uh, as she's like looking up and inside of this thing's mouth, she's like, Isaacs will be so pleased when we bring this home to him. He'll find it so interesting. No. How about that? Uh, sure with the potato. I'm so kidding. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, it, yeah. Oh. Callista? <laughs> Not it. <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> okay, Mallory. It's, um, Wow. Isaacs is not going to be there to greet you when we get back. Uh, he must. He must be off doing something else then. He he was off doing something else, and that involved um, giving his life to protect all of us in the entire city of Raven's Bluff from the dragon. There. Um, as you say this, you all feel this deep sadness come over you as Gumble like lowers his head, and you hear this little chirp just come out of his throat, and and Mallory just she just says. The last oh. thing he did was send us to find you. And she reaches over and she she just grabs Gumble and like her hand clasps over her chest and she just stands there and she sort of stares at the floor while she's holding him. She doesn't really say anything else. Mm-hmm. Are you guys digging through the treasure? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I want to cut gonna, off um, the biggest claw on the dragon. Okay. I'm going to stay <clears throat> near her sure. and start just really quietly harvesting I, yeah. as many dragon scales as I can get because fuck bikinis, I want a gown. <laughs> okay. You're getting like an evening gown. And also gown I don't want these. her to be by herself. Yeah, so there are traditional like how you would think of scales, scales mm-hmm. on the legs and on the underside of the belly. Mm-hmm. But the top of a, <laughs> of a white dragon, <laughs> it's it's like plate armor. It's these big sheaths that go around oh. its neck and they go all the way down its back and form 
arm around its wings. So you I can get like a few of those for like the front of the mm-hmm. corset kind of the, thing, yeah. and then some of the others yeah. for the yeah. Okay. So I'm just getting a variety yeah. of. And though they though they are incredibly get. thick. They are flexible. They had to move organically with this it's thing as it was be walking around. It's going so. Fan yeah. art, please. Thank you. White <laughs> dragon gown. So you're, you're hacking this thing off. Uh, you're getting some scales. You could roll a medicine with advantage. Okay. So any, any medicines, before. yeah, any medicines in nature as you guys roll in this, you'll get advantage because of okay. uh, Guy having that book and telling you all. Is, uh, yeah, is its tail just like a, like a tapered tube, like Jurassic Park T-Rex? Yeah, yes. Okay. If it had some spikes and shit on it. I'll sure. 13 for my dragon scale harvest. It's a seven. <laughs> yeah, you're you're hacking at this thing, but I mean, the tendons in this claw just go so deep into it. You're having trouble ripping this motherfucker out of there. Yeah, yeah, I was just about I was just about to be With, like, hey, guy, is it just a f- just rolling athletics? It's a so guy and Patches are over there trying to rip this claw out, and guy just like falls on his ass, and Patches is trying to rip it out. This is an adult dragon. It is not as it is not as easy it. to cut apart as the baby dragons and the young dragons you all have come into contact with. So you two are just trying to yank this thing out. It's just, I mean, it's it's really in there. That tendon goes all the way up the foot. You can try again in just a second. Uh, what'd you get, Callista? Uh, thirteen. Uh, yeah. So with the thirteen, you're you're able to get two of the bigger scales, and then uh, about eight of the smaller ones. Okay, that's a start. It is eight, yeah. Can I just keep trying? Yeah, sure. I need a lot. Sure. Okay. So you keep yeah. working at this thing. Um, <laughs> As guy and passes are struggling, I walk out. It looks like my the glands. glands, and then I just like press to digitate all of the blood off of me, and then I go and help. Um, yeah, I'm like Scrooge McDuck in it. In but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you like dive in. <laughs> I'm gonna go into. I don't know if it's just ice or if there's some snow around or something. I guess there wouldn't be snow. Um, I'm gonna do detect magic to help uh-huh. me search. Okay. Magic. Items. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's within a radius. You can just tell. Are you just blowing a spell slot so you can look through? Oh, real I don't quick? have it. I have to do a ritual. It's okay. So you're sitting there doing a ritual. Adelaide's digging through this, so I'll give you dibs, and then we'll yeah. get into our wool. Okay. So Adelaide, as you're looking through this, uh, ro- this this is by the way, a healthy adult dragon's hoard. So this is not a tiny pile of coins. Adelaide could absolutely Scrooge McDuck it in here. You still probably yeah. break your neck, but you could like it's a. It's, I mean, it's like a ten. It's like a ten foot by ten foot pile, and it's about like six feet up off the ground. It's just a pile I'm of different like, treasures and and money and all these weird little art pieces. Just like a hoard of stuff that's oh, just in this pile here. In? Yeah, there's a maple yeah. thorn. I'm like getting like interior design ideas mm-hmm. in my future house because mm-hmm. I just want a hoard like this. Okay, perfect. But should uh, I um, roll investigation? Yeah, investigation. Is there an end to a bag of holding? End? End. Okay. It has a limit, yeah. Okay, because we couldn't just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> just, walk, it just walk through it with the thing open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's do that for some of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We, yeah. Like a bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be so rich. I got a nine. So with a nine, you would, you would know there is a lot of gold. There's a lot of gold. Taking all of it will not be easy. It, it will be heavy, but we can deal with that if you guys decide to get it. Uh, but Adelaide, you find, you find two really interesting vials, mm-hmm. and you find some armor. The, one of the vials is clear. And it has a clasp that instead of a cork in the top of it, like a traditional bottle or a decanter top, it has a clasp that falls over the side and it has a lock on the front of it, keeping it locked. And there's some sort of white liquid inside of it. You find another bottle that looks exactly the same, but it's metal and you can't see what's on the inside of it. I will Um, take both of those. You also find some half plate armor Mm -hmm. and the shoulder piece that connects the entire thing is modeled uh, to be in the likeness of the top of a dragon's head. So the teeth like sit over your arm and it like sits on the top of it. And as it goes across the front, there's some sort of scale mail, but it's metallic. 
as it links into the front. And then around your legs, as it drapes down, there are some sort of claws that sit just over it. And there's metal plating underneath those scales as well. And as you pick it up, you notice that as the light reflects off of it, there seems it seems like there's some sort of red sheen over the whole thing as light so bounces cool. off of this I'm thing. I'm definitely putting this on. Yep. So the, you you have the first dibs on those items. You can do whatever you want with them because no one else is looking in Orwell's casting Can I casting take like a ritual. healthy purse of gold as well? Absolutely. You could take, uh, without any conse- any real consequences, you could take a thousand gold pieces. Sweet. Thank mm-hmm. you. And Orwell, as you're finishing up this ritual, you know, it's... Sh- and you realize really quickly there that the two bottles that Adelaide are holding are very powerful. That's awesome. Uh, they're, Matt, oh yeah, Adelaide got some good shit. Yeah, they're very powerful. And the armor she's holding up in front of her is uh, it's abjuration magic. has oh. strong abjuration magic coming from it. Um, and then you notice that there is actually divination magic coming from deep within the pile. Ooh, yeah. um, and then there, and then there's some sort, there's some sort of minor transmutation magic coming from deep within the pile as well. Cool. I definitely want to try to beeline more or less for the divination. Okay. So you start digging through these coins. You will see R will throw in these coins. Callista's over here, like with her, with uh, all these bloody scales and like one arm around Mallory. <laughs> Just imagine yeah. that I'm like sort of like patting her on the shoulder and then carefully chipping a scale <laughs> off. Prestidigitating the nasty off of yeah. it and setting it aside, um, putting her a little. Well, you you pull you pull this rod out of this pile, and you <gasps> all can see the gold clinking off of this thing. And as you pull it up, it is beautiful, and it is made of platinum from the top to the bottom. It has rubies lining all the way up it, but there are two faces on each side of this wand. It is heavy in your hand. One face looks delighted, and the other it looks like it's in deep despair. They're upside down, and both of them have brilliant platinum wings coming off of their faces. And they're connected by an intricate rod covered in rubies. Cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Immovable rod. Um, through. What does it do? Um, I'll find out in a little bit. But I just want to continue <laughs> we'll like, investigating yeah. the pile. Yeah, can I start doing that too? Looking yeah. through the gold? Do you wanna do you wanna keep trying to get this? I do, yes. Yeah, so, and then okay, I wanna go take some shit. Okay, so guy, you fall on your ass, you're like, fuck this. So you walk over to the pile. Um Arwell, so you have that rod in mm-hmm. your hand. And I would like to, the, obviously, the transmission. Yeah, and, and you, I'll let you go for that, too, for taking the time to do the ritual, and then Guy, you'll come over and we'll take care, we'll, okay. uh, take care of this. You have, you have this potion. It's in a, it's in a very simple vial, mm-hmm. and inside of it, it's this light blue liquid, and it's not clear. It's, like, really thick. You can't see through it, and it's a very opaque liquid, whatever's in here. I'll just tell you what this is because I'm going to forget. <laughs> it's a potion of storm giant strength. Oh, cool. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Dude, what if we gave that to Quatana? He's like, uh, nothing changed. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing He's happened. just fine. So, guy, you walk over. You want to roll an investigation? Twelve. Yeah, with the twelve, you would know that there's there's a shit ton of gold in here. But you find you find a gilded weasel statue, so a golden weasel statue. Oh, taking that shit. <laughs> and and you find a bag of perfectly smooth round orbs, and they're they're all they're all pretty tiny. But they're like <gasps> these perfectly smooth little black orbs, and they almost seem cool. to negate the light around them. Like they're not reflecting it off of them. Hmm. It seems like just all these little black voids. Uh, I grab it and I chuck it over to Arwell. I'll grab it and be like, I'll look at this later. Cool. 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 I'll hold on to it if you want. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to take my bedroll and just <laughs> as much gold as I possibly can. So you have can. a sleeping bag full of gold? Yes. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tuck it up into Buffalo's ribs. And tie it to the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, awesome. I'll say uh, you're able to get about 6,000 gold pieces doing this. Woo! Yep. That's what I wanted, dog. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Uh-huh. I rolled a 14 to cut a claw So you off. finally, after all of this struggling, you get this claw out. Man, Patches, for what it's worth, these claws, they're not... 
Yeah. They're like you hold it in both hands. This giant opaque black claw from this dragon. You're like cleaning the tendons off of the end of it. And you can tell that this is this the material that it's made out of has never chipped in this dragon's long life. It's perfectly smoothed. It's perfectly polished. And it's it's harder and more robust than any of the weapons that you have. It's more robust than the obsidian daggers that you have. It seems like a, a fine material. Um, and Callista, as you were sitting over here with your arm around in my mm-hmm. pack. Mallory, she she she's just sitting. Her hand is just clasped up against her clothes on her chest, and she's just holding Gumble. And she says, "So, you all are going to keep going, though, right?" Yes. Totes. Absolutely. We would. The weight of the whole situation aside, just the fact that he asked us to be on this quest at all, of course. And you think you can? Isaacs was We were going strong. to do our absolute best. Darling, there's a dragon we're hacking up that we just killed. So <laughs> yeah, we I don't a, know if you saw that. And we got a couple of buddies that are also dragons. Yeah. So yeah. We have some dragons coming. We have <clears throat> elementals on our side. We yeah. have magic beans. Yeah. That, Isaacs that was strong You said magic beans and you just see her break that. Yeah, rare weapons that the elven queen gave mm-hmm. us. We got a shit ton of wine, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Adelaide. And if it doesn't work out, <laughs> yeah. fail. By the way, do you want some? Hashtag do you actually offer Mallory some wine? Yeah. Uh, she she looks around at all of you like a little sheepishly, and she just like takes the flask and takes the cork out of it, and she takes a little sip, and she looks over to Adelaide, and she's like, "It's good." If and she's just like taking sips in between words as she's mm-hmm. drinking this wine, and if we continue the work that he set you out to do. Mm-hmm. Then it'll all have been worth it. Well, we have all the stones now. That would have made him happy, I yeah. think. As individuals, well, we're not as strong as he was necessarily. He was able to hold off a dragon yeah. on his own long enough for everyone to escape. Yeah. But together and with the other allies we've gathered, I think we can do it. We have a really good shot. I mean, succeed or die trying. Her it's hand worth it. it unclasps from her shirt. Her her cheeks get a little bit red as as she's just like sipping on this blueberry wine. I'll um, sip with her. Maybe we'll sit down for eyes. Yeah, and uh, empty and, stomach, and you're very small. Don't go too fast. <laughs> um, she says it, it's good, and it and it warms me up. I think that we'll make him proud then. Yeah. We'll do our best. Mm-hmm. I love Mallory is a perfect little sociopath like the rest yeah. of them. Look yeah. <laughs> so she's just like, yeah. I'll just drink it, and, and as long as we do this. She's just like, yeah, we'll make it. Work. What do you guys yeah. think about? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's well, sad. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's a bit of a little, she's a, <laughs> she's high end. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think about grabbing a couple more of these dragon claws, like taking them to Thunder Dick and seeing if you can craft some crazy... Uh, weapons for us. Yeah. Because some dragon claw daggers would be fucking badass. And if I could just even just like put one on a hilt or something like mm-hmm. that and have kind of like an axe out of it. It'd be That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like a pick. Yeah, like a pick. Um, I'm just going to go over and ham fist my babe the big blue axe and just cut off uh-huh. like a whole finger. It's a 12. <laughs> yeah, with the twelve, you you get babe and you go to cleave <laughs> through this thing and it doesn't it doesn't bounce right off or anything, but it goes and it just like kind of gets stuck and you're having to pry this axe up and out of this. And I mean, the armor on the outside of this is pinching it closed and the like just the meat and the muscles are just holding the axe in place. I'll put my foot on it and just keep... Roll it again. Ten. The combination of the two is enough to cleave through this thing and it just like sloths off and just... 
And this blood just, I mean, the heart is luckily not pumping. You think if it was, that would just be spraying all over you from the pressure, but there isn't any pressure anymore. And any pressure that was here is lost on the giant open wound where you cut the head off. So the blood just sort of pools out of this where you cut it. And your axes and you were all just soaked in this dragon's blood. But you have this dragon finger and you have to hold it with two hands. I mean, this, this beast is enormous. And you're sitting here holding this bloody dragon finger with both of your hands. So gonna, you have it. I'm going to fasten it up uh, in the bottom of Buffalo's ribs. Yeah. Okay, so Buffalo's got a sleeping bag with 7,000 gold in it. And you said 6,000. 6,000 gold in it and a <laughs> giant bloody dragon finger. It's a cargo it. buffalo. <laughs> Hell yeah. The buffalo of holding. I can fit so much more stuff when you're dead. <laughs> Yay! Um, I'm, um, I walk over to the pile and I, I'm rolling investigation to see if I see anything cool. Yeah. And I'm going to take... Some gold as well. Okay. Are you just like getting a, how are you getting the gold? You just like putting it in your pouch? In my pack? Yeah. Okay. So you get your bag and you scoop up this gold. You're able to comfortably get a thousand gold pieces unless you want to go any further and then roll an investigation. Uh, It's a mod 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you think, you think your teammates have pretty well cleaned out this pile except for the monies that are inside it at this point. Which I think what we should do with that money, I think we should tell your tabaxi friend about it and maybe like see if they can bring some gold back to the city for some rebuilding, and then they can keep whatever chunk they want for themselves, too. Make everybody happy. Whatever yeah. we can't carry. I mean, why not send somebody Yeah, I'll it? just kind of go by with the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so go bag- get my whatever my take would be yeah. like, for my change purse, like a thousand. Yeah, so a thousand. And I want to scoop yeah. up um, Mallory, come here, and see if she's got a change purse on her. Yeah, yeah. Hers up another- to you. yeah she, has a, she has an adventuring pack just yeah. like you all. Yeah, so so she has a thousand gold as well. Too. Can I fit another thousand in my pack? Yeah. Cool, I do so. So, and then Arwell's just walking through with this bag of holding. You're trying. Uh, do you roll in our Arcana to see if you know when to fill it up and how much gold you get? Okay, twenty-five. Okay. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Okay, <laughs> you're able to get ten thousand gold. Cool. Um, without and and but you think that this bag is full to capacity. Sure. Oh, I gotta play for the dragon head. Are you just gonna put it up in Buffalo? I'm just gonna drag it. Okay. Dragon the dragon. Dragon head. dragon. I mean, that's what they're named for, right? You yeah. Drag them. You drag them. Uh, so you all you all have all of this gold comfortably. Uh, you effectively have 10, 6, 16, and then four more. So 20,000 even uh-huh. uh, you were able to get from this pile. Um, and any of the other trinkets, you have a, a golden weasel that's worth 2,500 gold pieces, uh-huh. a black of, uh, a black, a bag of strange black spheres. Um, you've got two, two separate vials. You guys, how are we going to get out of here? That's a really Mallory, good how'd you get in here? I don't remember how I got in here. I think she was brought. Mm. Um, I'm going to investigate for other entrances looking Mm -hmm. around the area that we did not come in through. Sure. I rolled, uh, is that investigation? Yeah. Uh, 21. Yeah, with the 21, uh, Guy's going to make this really simple for everybody. As he's like ripping this dragon's uh, toes off, Guy, you're really in tune with... Uh, nature and not just in the sense that like plants can grow here, but in the sense of like how noises interact, oh, how yeah. a space should feel. And you feel like it is hollow behind this waterfall. Oh, so this waterfall that is just roaring behind you, there's not as much sound coming off of it as you think there should be and reverberating throughout the room. You think that some of it's going somewhere else, being absorbed in some to some other place. So you have you, you would know that there is a hollow something behind it. Yeah, I'd just like to step around the waterfall, not get sprayed too much, and see if I can get back behind it. So the way that it's set up, there actually is not a way to step around it. It, It's like a perfect wall that's like flush with the ice around it. So you'd have to pass through the waterfall itself to get to the other side. Okay, roll a constitution saving throw. Oh yeah, that shit's cold. Hey, uh... It's cold as fuck. Can you... Press the digitate the water part. Mm-hmm. Do some Moses shit. That's beyond the scope of. Does anyone have an umbrella? Yeah. 
Any how bright heavy, ideas? How heavy is the dragon head? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the size of the table, so yeah. imagine. It's a, <clears throat> like a few hundred pounds. I'm stacked, though. <laughs> yeah, roll in athletics and pick this thing up. 18. Yeah, so with an 18, guy picks up this dragon's head, and he, it's like sitting over him, and you're going to walk through the waterfall? Yes. Okay, it's a dumb plan, but I'll give you inspiration for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you walk through, you pass through this waterfall, and this dragon's head is just parting as you walk through it, and as you walk into this cavern, you hear the waterfall behind you, and it pours behind you, and it cuts you off from your team completely. <clears throat> you're sitting in this, you're the only human, so you're sitting in this almost pitch black cavern. You can't really see what's in front of you except for what little bit of diffused light is coming through the water of this waterfall. And that light is just dancing all in front of you and around you on this perfectly gouged out ice. But you can only see about 20 feet in front of you without another source of light or something. Yeah, you light up a torch. It looks like this is a hallway that goes deep down into this place. But the hallway is enormous, big enough for a dragon to fit through at least. Oh, cool. I call Buffalo into the thing. Mm -hmm. He could just walk right through that motherfucker. And I put the dragon head up on top of the buffalo. Uh Uh-huh. And I scream out, crawl inside the buffalo's tummy, and you can just come through the thing, because this water is cold AF. Yeah, I'll get up okay. to buffalo. Yeah. Is really? everybody climbing through buffalo's tummy buffalo. with the dragon with blood the uh, just dripping all down through? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so everybody goes through it. I would have given you inspiration for that. I should have waited. Thank you. Um, so everybody's able to crawl through the skeleton, bloody dragon head, sleeping bag full of gold buffalo. <laughs> and uh, you all get into this cavern. Everybody, guy has his torch lit and everyone else has dark vision so you can see into it. And it just seems like this cavern goes deep and far into this place. Mallory sits beside you all. Gumble is uh, staying on, like, close to her and wrapped around her neck and shoulder uh, as you all walk into this place. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, slick ice. It's slick ice. That's, there's, it, there's, like, no other features. Yeah. We just keep going forward. Yeah. So you, you guys are just walking forward till you maybe see something or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You walk deep into this place. You walk about 300 yards into it, which is very deep. And as you do, you come into this rounded half dome-like room, similar to the one you were just in. The biggest difference in this one is, as far as you can tell, there's nothing in here. It's just smooth ice, except for a hole in the ceiling that just a little bit of light is pouring into. Mm. How far up is the ceiling? 50 feet off of the ground. Okay. Um, how much rope do we have? I've got 50 feet. I'm using 25 to tie some shit up. Sorry, the, the, so the opening of the hole is about 50 feet off the ground. It seems like it extends past that. Oh, how much? Roll a, roll a perception. So you probably don't really know. Um, do you want me to fly up there and check it out? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I forgot you can fly this yeah. shit. I've got mm-hmm. a potion of spider climb. Please, 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 please. Let me check it out first. So I just whip the loot out, play the chord, cast a fly on myself, and... Gracefully drift up to the hole. Okay. Very carefully. I get to the opening and sort of look up first before I actually enter it. Okay. Yeah. So you want to roll a perception hazards. real quick? Yeah. The song you play, I Just Want to Fly by Sugar Ray? Yes. Nice. Yes. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the twelve, you don't see much. You just see the light that's coming through this place mm-hmm. and the sky directly over you. Okay. Um, I'm going to very cautiously and slowly mm-hmm. make my way up through it. And so you, you ascend, and as you peek up and off up into this place, you look out over this tundra, and you just see it stretching out all around you. You do see those three bodies of water that you all descended into to get into this place, and you feel like you're on the peak of a mountain. Like you are coming out of almost like a chimney that this dra- dragon has dug up through here, and it just comes up to this peak. It's not an enormous mountain, not like the Earth Spur. It is a smaller hill, but it just comes out of the top of this, and you feel like it's an entrance and an exit. And for something that flies, it's a very easy way in and out, yeah. and it's very well protected and hard to get through. Okay. So how the fuck are we gonna get buffalo? I'll fly back down and fill everybody mm-hmm. else in on what I found. Yeah, I, we make a system. A pulley. Pulleys. 
once I'm up there, I can stop concentrating on oh, the Oh, I can climb. And kind of, yeah. <laughs> and we know that our Adelaide can climb. <laughs> if all else fails, Adelaide can get out of here. Um, yeah. and so maybe get the two of us because we're the lightest. And then I could be up there, and then maybe if someone started falling or something, I can get you. Yeah. Or if she gets up there, cast Levitate on Buffalo, tie the rope around Buffalo, and he'd be super easy to pull up because he's levitating. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't say anything about carrying people. It does only last 10 minutes. I think it'd just probably be like a strength thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there are no distinct, uh, according to this, there are no distinctions between your carrying capacity, whether you're walking or flying. Okay. I think lift. in 10 minutes I could get definitely... Mallory and Tink Tink up there. Okay, yeah, you just like grab them under the arms mm-hmm. and you fly them up there. Scoop them up. And so uh, Callista, Mallory, and uh, little Tink Tink mm-hmm. are all up on the top of this peak. And, and as you, yeah. Did we determine that we have enough rope to I, I have chain 50. together? I think everyone has about fifty, right? So the hole is two fifty, and then another fifty below that to the bottom of the cavern. Yes. So three hundred total. Yeah, but then you. you still I still have, have that. To. Cool thing that I made that helped us climb earlier, that little like belay system that I made like mm-hmm. in like episode three or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we could use that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've used it before when we went up to the Yeah, that place. And then we shrank Buffalo. Let's say on the last ferry ride for my yeah. smaller friends. I took the end of the rope and a piton up, and we're going to affix that up top yeah. somewhere yeah. that's safe. Okay. So you're up there, and uh, roll, a, roll an athletics check for me. An athletics? Yes. Okay. Come on, athletics. What is it? Let me see if I get to add anything to it. Nope. It's a three. Yeah, so you <gasps> hit it You hit it into this ice, and it cracks right this in there. Uh, you tie the rope around it, and you drop okay. it down to your teammates. Arwell and Mallory, uh, you're, you're sitting up here, and as you sit on the peak of this mountain, you see that there are a few peaks of other mountains. You can see this glacier just opening up before you. The sun is reflecting off of it and off of those weird surfaces of water. So it, that sort of gives you an idea of exactly where you are. Sure. Not to metagame, but I do feel like Arwell would inspect it. Okay. <laughs> Roll an investigation Let's on see it. how your inspection okay. goes of my fine, fine work. Uh, 24. Okay, so with the 24, you think that though this thing did go into the ice, mm-hmm. it's sitting, It's it didn't wedge. Like, the ice didn't crush back around it. It seems like it's just created a space for itself, and it's just sitting in here. It needs to okay. be held better. Yeah, do you um, want to try to reset it? I mean, I can. Um, I don't think I'm going to be very good at that either. Um, how good are you at such things? Athletics? Yeah. Well, maybe we can try. <laughs> Um, That's all we can do. Okay. Cool. I'm going to roll athletics. Too. Okay. Can I just shove it back in or something? Uh-huh. I'll take my like plus two uh, quarter staff and see if I can like crush it in or something. You're like using it like a hammer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Clink, 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 clink. Right, we'll clink, clink, heroin. I'm going to use my luck point, my last one. <sighs> Ever? 14. Okay. So with the 14, you come over and Arwell, like, he sets this thing and then he's like, no, and he moves it just a little to the side, and he takes his his plus two quarter staff and just smacks it into this. And you just hear it's like as it goes down into this ice. Just a little bit of that head is peeking up, and you can see it sticking in this ice right here. That's that sounded really good. Patches try to come up. <laughs> I do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So roll in athletics patches. Um, to climb, I, I can climb as well as my movement. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. So patches is like. 
<laughs> just <laughs> really quickly up this rope. And, the rope I, I mean, that's 300 feet up. That is a long goddamn way. Well, it's no climb. different than just walking I know, but I'm just feet. saying, it's, <laughs> it's nuts. And so, Patches, you're climbing all the way up this. It holds the entire time. You get up to the top, and your hands are just like, pull yourself up. And over the edge of this, you see the same tundra laid out before you that they did. Nice. Um, I before you go, guy. I want to hand you my potion of spider climb. Be like, just in case you need it. Jay, if you don't it. need it, I want it back. Then Natalie goes for it. So I'm roll drinking athletics. immediately. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I'm using my um, my little tinker tool too. Okay, you're trying to like to belay me up. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I you belay it, if you belay yourself up, then will you still be able to let the rope back down to? Yeah, I mean yeah. it only. Okay. It's only like okay. A, roll in athletics with advantage. Good thing. Better. Twelve. Whee! So you grab onto this rope, and you get your little belay out, and you're, like, climbing up and feeding the rope through it, and it's a little labor-intensive, but eventually you do get to the top. Everyone is sitting out here. You all still have your cold gear on, so nobody's in in dire danger as long as you're not plunging into waters or anything. Arwell prestidigitated any water off of you when you Mm -hmm. first got into this cave, so... Or Callista did? Mm -hmm. Uh, So everybody's safe, essentially, right? Um, So no one's in danger of freezing so guy and buffalo are still down you're just in this hole alone together right now guy this weird quiet little environment the the plan was if we needed it though that you were going to cast levitate on buffalo Uh uh-huh okay because he can't hold a rope so i was or can he you can tie the rope around buffalo's like spine or something and then climb up and then yeah and if you want i can cast spider climb on him you and your spider climb. I like that. Um, <laughs> and I like and I that. Like that. <laughs> I'm going to tie the the bottom of the rope around, um, like, the... the I'm going to fasten around the middle part of his spine. Mm-hmm. Well, survival. See how well you tie that real quick for me. Keeping in mind that he's weighed down with thousands of gold pieces, a, a dragon, dragon head. head. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Yeah, with the 15, it's a pretty solid knot that you tie onto Buffalo as you guys are getting Uh-oh. ready to... Yeah, and I'd like to kind of rope. intertwine it around his ribs a little bit, too, just to get that extra fasten, so okay. it's not just one point of yeah. tension. Um, and then I'm going to start um, try rolling up the the thing. I'm also, um, while I've got the rope, I'm just going to kind of hook it around my foot and hook it around my waist. I'm just kind of tie myself a little bit in the rope mm-hmm. to just kind of shimmy up and okay. have a little bit of Roll fasten. your athletics, boy. Uh oh! I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay, that, that was um, baked off the Miller Light can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it? That was a six. Ooh, God! Is that better? Yeah, it's a twelve. Okay, yeah. So with the twelve guy, you, <laughs> your your beautiful glistening muscles. You don't even like mm-hmm. use your legs. You're just climbing up with your arms. It's, it's <laughs> this is child's play for you. Uh, and the last one left is Buffalo, sitting down alone, all okay. tied up on this rope in the bottom of this icy cavern. You know, just let That's, me. Let's levitate him. That's a lot of... He's very heavy right now. He's got yeah. a dragon head and, and a lot And we're still going to need to pull the rope and guide him through because yeah. he can't... Yeah. Yeah. So um, I obviously have stopped fly on myself. Okay. And I sort of lean down the hole and try to angle the cord at him. Cast levitate on Buffalo. Okay, yeah. So you cast levitate on Buffalo and you just, like, there's no dust under him. There's no effect of anything. It, you just he think just you cast it. Floats a little. Yeah. yeah. It's just so, a little, maybe okay. a little lighter. <laughs> Start try pulling. To... I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'll help in pulling. Yeah, I'll help pull. Okay. Same here. Uh, everyone who's helping pull, roll athletics, and we'll take the best one. Fucking little Arwell is stronger than me, by Fucking the way. six, man. What's up with these yeah. threes? All that tinkering. Dude, <laughs> your, your wrists like, are so strong. Little tiny knotty muscles. Purple like tunnels for bitches. Seven. Woo! Mine was a six. Oh, God. Eleven. 
Oh, <laughs> eleven will do it. Arnold's so strong. <laughs> with with he levitate, just got these very small yeah. tone muscles. <laughs> with levitate, I'll, I have like lower like. Uh, Center of gravity, right. so yeah. Can, like, yeah. Pull a little bit. We will explain yeah. it. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. So you, you two oh, yeah. are having a, a harder time. And pulling apparently, it up. I can like, guide on my turn. I can move him up to twenty feet. So oh, every oh. Tw- yeah. six seconds. Yeah, so you're just him. sort of guiding him through yeah, this. Yeah, they're as, sort of helping. Yeah, making everyone's sure pulling up. Like, Arwol's just like, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Patches and Guy are like, God damn, like you're having a hard time <laughs> keeping up with him as you're hoisting this up, but. Everybody is on the peak of this small hill. The tundra spread out before you, Marika, down at these bodies of water. Uh, you have made it out of this dragon's lair. You have slain the dragon. You have saved Mallory, and you have a stone of water. I say to Marika in giant, and I kind of nudge the dragon head with my elbow, and I'm like, hashtag something crocodildo. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, but, <laughs> and I'm just kind of boasting that we killed the dragon. Looking up, yeah. Uh, so are you all have walked down here to Marika where uh, she's standing. Yeah, have, yes. Okay, Marika looks out to you and she she says, Marika did feel the ground surge. Marika did not expect that you had slain a dragon. A better thing for the entire tundra. You've yeah, done yeah. well, friends yeah, of Marika, yeah. and you've proven yourselves as such. We have little time, another half-day journey, and Marika will get you to Mole Master. But from there, you are on your own. Lead the way, and I'll kind of smack her on the calf and give her some of my wine flask. Oh, yeah, she loves that blueberry wine, man. So, like, you smack her calf, and it's like... <laughs> and it's just hard as it's so toned, yeah. man. And uh, and she she grabs that flask and she it's in her hand. It's not that big, but she turns it up and you just see her smile mm, and her lips purse and she's just loving it. And she just starts making her way back across this glacier with Marika as your guide. And in the daylight, you all will be able to make it across the glacier without any trouble. Cool. Uh, Marika is an excellent. It's her. It's her. Quite literally, her job for the Emerald Enclave is leading people through the glacier um, safely. So as long as you don't want to make any stops or do anything, we can just head straight back to her okay. cave. Please. We need to sleep. Um, yeah. I can't. My bedroll's full of 6,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's the so choice you made. We're still two or one day away from the time that Quinn told us that was our best um, Once you get back to Marika's cave, you'll have one more day. So do you want to sleep in Marika's or do you want to sleep at Molemaster? Um, I think, well, Marika's is warm. I'm just mainly concerned about getting Mallory warm. Molemaster further? Oh, it'll be pretty much instant. Yeah. I say Mole Master. They might have cooler stuff and we could buy stuff there too. Um, yeah, I mean, you could go shopping and then. I mean, yeah, fucking could, cool. We, uh, yeah. And <laughs> shopping episode. I have um, almost 10,000 gold, dude. I mean, I could just spend some time with my spell book for a little bit. I want to do that. my cool ass armor. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I want to sleep. Yeah. ass armor. But Butter. I was thinking about just making it quick and getting to Raven's Bluff and getting kettle. Get there as fast as we can. Yeah. yeah. So we have, maybe wow. sleep at the kettle or just sleep at Mole Master? Sure. Or, at, well, if we decide to go on, I mean, we could sleep at the kettle or we could probably sleep at um, the house if we if need to get Mallory there. home. Well, yeah, I guess we should probably sleep at Mallmaster because we don't even know if there is a town left. That's true. true. We don't know what we're walking into. Yeah. And maybe there will be some news there, too. Mm-hmm. So, And if the next place we're hidden, he- hitting is Raven's Bluff, I say we need to buff the fuck up and spend some money and grab whatever we can to. I mean, that might be the, the showdown, y'all. Yeah. Shit's going down. We got to stop it. Well, I'm going to go get loaded up. 
So you all arrive at Marika's. Uh, she has a very humble little cave. Her furniture is comically large for a giant. So if any of you chose to sit on it, you'd like to have to pull yourself up onto the cushions and sit here. The fire is out. No one has been here for a full day. But she walks in and she very practiced, very carefully and uh, she's in no rush to do so starts this fire back up she stokes it again there's still a few embers and she's just like picking up wood and quite literally just snapping it in her hands and throwing it onto the fire and you can see where it starts to catch there really quick and she just she doesn't warm her hands over the fire she just sort of starts it in that water and that kettle above it just starts to boil ever so slightly steam comes up off of it and she turns to all of you and says Marika is ready to send you whenever you are Okay. Let's do I wanna, it. I'm, I'm pulling the fur off of Mallory and making her stand sort of close to the fire to get some real warmth in Yeah, her. Yeah, she's still shivering. Gumble is, uh, like, up on the top of her. And though Gumble is cold, his wings folded in on himself, curled up around her neck. He's not digging down into her clothes like mm-hmm. he did on Patches. He was always, like, sort of hanging out of his clothes. He's just staying curled up and around her neck. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is pulling back the emotions that he's making all of you feel a bit, but you still catch these waves of just distress, of worry. And Mallory's sitting there, and she does shiver a bit. Her lips are regaining color, mm-hmm. and you can see her cheeks and her skin started to turn a little rosier after she drank that wine. She's being very somber. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, she had, when the first two times you met her, she just ran her fucking mouth, and she had so much to say about everything, but she's not talking a lot right now and she's just sitting there you can see the color returning to her and marika walks over and that giant polar bear-esque rug that i mentioned when you Mm -hmm. first got here it's like a bunch it looks like it's a bunch of white furs sewn together but they're sewn together beautifully perfectly seamlessly she grabs it and throws it off of the floor and as she throws it you see carved into the stone of her floor these intricate runes and these intricate lines and they're not rough they're marbled and perfect, like someone sculpted these on purpose, perfectly and immaculately. And she says, Marika can send you to Mole Master when you are ready. Stand in the circle. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. Mallory, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm hungry, but much better. Warmer, okay. at least. Good. Good. And not in a dragon's lair, so. That's always a plus. Yes. Um, let's, um, if you're feeling a little warmer now, let's throw the furs back on and get to Mole Master. We'll find yeah. some food there. She puts the fur on, and while she's putting it on, she's mumbling to herself, and she's like, you know, that dragon's lucky. It caught me off guard. Yeah. Girl, and, we know. And she's just, like, putting these furs back on. <laughs> if you hadn't taken care of it, I would have figured something out, I'm sure. Absolutely. She's like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so tough. And she, like, looks over at its head, and she, like, just, like, scowls at it real quick. And then she walks over onto the circle, and she has these furs up, and her arms are just crossed. And you all see Gumble lighten up a little bit, too, as she's, mm-hmm. like, just starting to talk a little bit more. Um, Gumble has his wings out, and he's just, like, starting to prod at her and pick. Is everybody going to stand in the circle? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I want to say, bye, my friend. It's always a pleasure to see you. Yeah. yeah. And Marika leans down, and with one big hand, uh, she sort of puts it around Adelaide, and she pulls you close. She doesn't, like, hug you or embrace you or anything, but she pulls you close, and she says... Marika knows that the Frost Maiden smiles upon you. Take her with you where you go. She will show you what is right. She will give you power when you need it. Don't be afraid to call out to her. And she says, the mother is never far. And she stands up and in this cave with this firelight behind her, you just see her platinum blonde hair, that blue skin that she has over her. And she says, Marika has enjoyed your company. And then... You all are in a bustling town. Nice. You are no longer in this cave. You okay. can hear the town outside of you. Your stomachs do. They flip upside down for a second. The air is taken out of your lungs. And then all of a sudden, you're in this tower. 
There are two people in robes sitting here with books. They close them. They set them on the table. They have these green robes and green hoods. They are pulled up. That one is an older man and one is an older woman. And they sit on uh, opposite sides of the room from one another. Both of them are reading books. They're sitting here by the candlelight. But you can still see the, uh, daylight pouring into this place through slits where there aren't window panes. It's literally just openings in what looks like a tower. And just briefly through looking through those, you can tell that you're above the ground. You're in some sort of a tower. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it's rounded and the stairs descend. The old man takes his hood off. You can see his wrinkled, weathered face. And he looks at you and with these big, sleepy, droopy eyes. Mm -hmm. And he's got this way too long of a beard. And he's, he's, <laughs> he's saving what little bit of hair is left on his head, but it's not much. And you can see a bunch of age spots on his skin. And he looks out to you and he says, Emerald Enclave agents or... Friends um, of. Friends of. Uh, we just came from Marika's, and I gesture ah. towards the uh, buffalo strap with the giant dragon head on it. Yeah. We could use a rest. Yeah, he, he looks out to you, and he says, <laughs> Most people who come through the circle say as much. Uh, believe it or not, this, well, I wish I could say it wasn't the strangest thing to come through here, but I don't know if that would be accurate. It's a little comforting, if actually. Marika, if you were coming through the circle, it means that you were an ally, so uh, there will be no interrogation, no search, but I do need to fill out the logs. And he walks over to this bookshelf. He pulls off this, uh, like, three-ring binder, and he opens it up, and he's flipping <laughs> through. He's, yeah, he's flipping through <laughs> a few of these things, and uh, he just says, Only traveling from Marika's, then. Yes. Yeah, he writes it down. No. no. For now. We'll be going to Raven's Bluff. But not immediately. Yeah, we'll be going tomorrow morning. And he says, uh, I'll make note of it. Would you like to pay now? Sure. He, uh, he looks over to the old woman and uh, she stands up. She walks over to this chest, opens it up very gently. Her book, she lays it like face down up. She doesn't close it all the way. She takes out this, this like little sack of gold and a ledger on the inside of it. And she rolls it out and she says, and under whose name? Arwell. Yep, and she's like... I was uh, going to say the Horizon yes. Walkers. Uh, the yeah. Guy Fieri. Uh, she says, uh, surname? Uh, Garwin. And uh, as she writes it down, she's... Uh, 10,000 golden pieces then. Ooh. For each of us? For all of you. For the uh, group. Okay. 2,000 each, right? How much is in that bag of holding? That's the bank, right? Yeah, he has the bank. I mean, well, we all have, like, a lot on us, too. Yeah. So I, we I could lighten our load a little bit. As I, much. I need, I don't have as much anymore. I spent a lot of mine, and I need it well, for Yeah, I just, I'll give them 10000 For something. I'll, I'll, like, <laughs> I know what I need yeah. it for. <laughs> so, yeah, you, and she collects it, and she ties this thing up. Um, she, she tears off the bottom of this paper, and she perforates it herself. Like, there are not these big machines making this paper. Uh -huh. She gets a knife and, like, pulls it across the bottom of it. Yeah, and then pokes some holes across it, and then she lays her hand flat on it, rips it up. She stamps it, and that stamp that she puts on it, it's a circle with a deer's head profile running through it and its antlers pu pushing forward. She says, not that we would forget you, but, you know, just better safe than sorry. Follow the paperwork, follow the rules. And then she leans down toward Mallory, and she's like, dear... What happened to you? And she looks to all of you and says, are you her guardian? Um, Is she okay? We are now. We've just rescued her from this. And I gesture again. <laughs> <a giant> dragon. <laughs> um, well, yeah, she, she, she's like ruffling Mallory's hair and Gumble's like biting at this old woman's hand. <laughs> and he's just like, like hissing out at her and like biting her hand. And she's just like, ah, and she like pulls it away. <laughs> Best they came yes. after you then. What had you all out there on that tundra fighting dragons? Um, the end of the short world. version, Tearfall. Yeah, actually, we're having back to Raven's Bluff. You haven't heard anything, any news from the city, have you? Uh, the old man looks and says, Oh, we've heard much. What? Uh, what's happening? That place has been called Lost, written off. Okay. 
Oh, no. Sounds like a nice ultimate showdown. They've, anne- they've, they've annexed it. No one allowed in or out. Um, and they say that no one is coming out. Wait, how well, are you going to get us there then? We have no to get in. in. Teleport us right in the middle of the fucking thing. Well, the circle's still active. Otherwise, the runes wouldn't work. We're, so We are We're going to fix it. Or try. Well, uh, they say no one can. Apparently, it's pretty bad down there. They've given it up to the dragons. If anyone can, we can. <clears throat> we nudge the dragon head again. And uh, and, and he, he's like, well, you did pay the gold, so you can take the trip if you like. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Frequent flyer. Were you just going to send us and not tell us? <laughs> we would have... Uh, yeah, he looks at you and he's like... He's, yeah. Bye. Bye. I gold to go to your death. You all disappear and the old woman's like, fuckers? <laughs> no, uh, usually only costs 5000 and they're going to be dead yeah, now. Did we get a, the town's destroyed discount? <laughs> right? But yes, having you pay first does usually benefit in our favor at times like these. I would imagine. Shady bastard. <laughs> um, what time do you open in the morning? Oh, there's always someone here. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. What right. time of day is it? Um, it's 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 a little past midday, so it's like okay. afternoon, evening. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, I'm gonna go uh, find a weaponsmith. Mm-hmm. Should we secure a place to stay first and then split up and do our thing? Inmol Master Zorgar Wolgas still owes you a thousand gold pieces for oh, completing the right. monastery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, and in addition to that, he has promised you lodging at the Great Oyster where you first met him Let's whenever stay you there. are back in town. Perfect. Is that where the Thanks, caca DM. monster was? Yeah, thank you. Huh? Is that where the poop monster was? Yeah, that's where the poop monster was. Yeah. You're in that town. What is, what? He oh, yeah. to go fought a poop monster. monster. It was the I session before you here. came back. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, I guess so. You need to listen to that one. They fought a monster that was eating shit, shit and set it free into the wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to eat more great. shit. Yes. To eat we more shit. And covered in shit. Uh, I mean, I'm going to buy patches. Except patches. You broke a window to shoot up instead of the open door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. It was really... The door was open and he busted the window out beside it out. and shot his short bow through it. Despite the open door right now. Oh, I love Arbol, it. Do you cast haste? I can. What if we, shop if we went to go get some weapons made out of those dragon claws? What if we had Arwell cast haste on the uh, weaponsmith and sped up the process? Hell yeah. They're willing to accept it. Weaponsmiths also do have pre-made weapons, but you're you're trying to get the claw. That dragon the claw. claw. If, it's, if uh-huh. that shit's tougher than any weapon we had, we need yeah. to rock that shit. If you're going to a high-quality smith, they may not want to be hasted. So we had well, two days, and now we're down to one, right? One. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've got one day. We don't have to finish it tomorrow, but it is our best chance. But Guy, do you want to come with me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Guy and Patches, you find the weaponsmith within this city. The shop's name is Narder's Armaments. And as you walk into this place, it, it isn't like a, a closed-off brick-and-mortar storefront. It is a lot like Thunder Shouts. Um, you haven't seen too many of these, but it is an open booth. And you can see that there is an old male halfling who is just looking over weapons and oiling them down on top of anvils and on top of leather cloths. He turns to you, and you, you see this halfling, and as he looks at you, he is balding with some hair just around the edge of his head. He has some comically large ears, and his face droops a little, but not from age. It just seems like it's always been as such. And he looks at you, and he's like, oh, hello. Hello. Um, I have a job for you, if you can do it. Uh, well, if it's a if it's a weapon, I'll do my best. I also have weapons on sale here. If that interests you more, do the weapons look like really good quality? Uh, he has some pretty high quality weapons. It would seem like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he have Does he have axes and bows? 
Like a longbows? Uh, I have a dwarven war axe and a great axe, uh, both finely crafted. I didn't make them myself, but uh, I heard a, I heard a fey crafted them from the people I saw. And judging by the sharpness of the blade and the robustness of it, I'd argue it's true. You could try it out for yourself if you like. How much is it? Uh, 70,000 gold pieces. That's a lot of money. The great axe is only 50. Jesus. Hey, so I take the claw out of my bag, uh, my pack, and you really you don't have to do much. All you have to do is really kind of like attach like a hilt and, you know, a handle. I need, can you make some sort of finesse weapon out of this? I don't give a shit what kind it is. It just needs to be a finesse weapon. He does not take it from you. He looks at it and he says, I think this is out of my pay grade. I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't even worked with Mithril before, let alone... A dragon's claw. Where would you come across something like this? Well, yeah, you know, killed one. Seems you're doing fine without it. Well, yeah, but I could be doing finer. He's like, I understand. <laughs> uh, and while some, while some weaponsmith may take this and try it, I'm, I'm fully aware of how hard it is to come across. I'd hate to break it. I can try, but I can't make promises. Break it? I don't think you can break it. Well, when making something like that, it takes quite a bit of pressure, and to someone who's not trained in it like myself, I can feel it out as best as possible, but I may apply too much heat, too much pressure. That said, I have a lot of experience, just not in this particularly. Well, no offense, little brother, but uh, Patches, this might be a job for Thunder Dick, providing he's alive. I'm happy to give it a shot. I've given you fair warning, though. You're right. Well, once we get to Ravensbluff, I don't know that we're going to have time to but wait. There. I mean, we um, could try Castle Haste on Thundershout. Anyway. Um, I, tomorrow I don't necessarily want to like waste a spell. I hear that. We could buy a wand of haste. Tell you what, fuck it. Yes, <laughs> try it. Um, <laughs> if it doesn't work, I have other cool weapons that, that, are, that are working right. fine. And you have an extra dragon's toe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give it a shot. See what okay. you can do. Uh, I can turn this into a weapon for you for, I'd say, 5,000 gold pieces worth of labor and material. Um... And judging by its size, as he's holding it in his hand right here, he's like, uh, a dagger, I think, would be best. A dagger? Okay. Can I give you 2000 now, and I'll pay three when I pick it up? Uh, how about you pay me 5000 if I don't break it? If the job's complete, you pay me. If not, <laughs> okay. we'll call it even. Okay. So, then I'll, I'll check back with you tomorrow morning. That's fair. Yeah, I can have it done by then. Okay, cool. D- and uh, he doesn't have any longbows? I'd buy nothing from him with That's my right. 10,000 gold. <laughs> You're just like, guess nothing. Oh <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, we the ladies. I want to go to a magic store. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go with you too. Magic K jewelers. Yeah. So there, there are there are essentially two types of magic stores. There are scribes who have like written magics, and then there are wand rights who are basically enchanters. They cool. in, they imbue things with magic. Cool. Um, so which one would you all like to do? You want to go to the the second ones. The cool one. The, the cool one. The, the ones that aren't nerds. I want that instant magic, none of that written shit. Yeah. I like having spells that you can just dispose of. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, but no, I want to just get enough incense and stuff like that to bring back Ori. You're buying materials. Okay, um, I, think mm-hmm. that, I think that the purchasing of uh, those simple materials, it's always just like, it's, just it's like those. five gold. 
for all of it. And it's, it has to be like worth 50 gold, but yeah. Oh, okay, so 50. So yeah. take away 50, you get 50 worth of incense, which is a fucking so much incense. I do not want anyway, to share a room with Arwol um, cuz it's going to smell Well, it's, the it's like magic heavens. incense, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's not like octopus garden incense. It's like fine <laughs> familiar incense, right? It's just yeah, patchouli. Like what the fuck? I don't remember. How that is the patchouliest smelling um, owl. Anyway, let's just say I'll 50. Say that's like inconsequential at this point. You all have like 80,000 Oh, cool. I do that, but I do y'all want to go to the enchanter? Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah. And maybe a potion shop while we're out. Okay. Ooh, yeah. maybe they'll have spider climb. Yeah, you guys could see an alchemist as well. <laughs> yes, so uh, you all walk into this wand, right? It's Gilly's Mystical Catacitorium. Cool. And as you walk into this place, um, it's a two-story. Like it it's a two-story building, and it looks like it's conjured of solid iron oh. with stone around it, separating like trim. And it appears to be busy. Um, a lot of times you walk into higher price stores and it's just you guys in the shopkeep and they are sort of like making rent off of one sale oh, for months. The like one Walmart? Yeah. And so there there are a <laughs> lot of people milling about inside of this store. You actually see like a lot of other people, some in simple clothes, some look like adventurers like yourselves. And they're just like looking at the wares, looking through cases and tapping at things. They're assistants in the shop. But as you walk in, a slender male gnome looks at all of you. Uh, he has his hair pulled back into a ponytail. He has big green eyes and they look to you quickly. He's smartly dressed. Uh, like it's very sharp. His clothes are obviously tailored. He has a wand sticking up out of one of his pockets and a ring on every finger. As he looks out, he's like, ah, welcome to my, welcome to my catacitorium. If I can help you with anything, please let me know. And my assistants will be happy to show you any items that may be of use to you. Okay. Uh, We just killed a dragon. We need, (laughs) I want to know of anything you have that might help us kill more and bigger dragons. Uh, Many people searching to kill uh, large monsters come to my catacitorium. It's well known for all of our wares. Uh, Specifically dragons. Uh, I don't have any, I don't have any specific dragons, but uh, a wand of mirror image makes it harder to hit. Uh, dragons, you know, they, they attack quickly. Um, a wand of knock, they like locking their doors, setting traps on them. That could help you out. Yeah, we're good with that. Well, uh, a, a wand of fox's cunning, uh, a ring of summon monster. How, hmm. how much is the mirror image wand? Uh, the mirror image wand has five charges. Um, it can regain one charge every day at dawn oh, if right. you're able to make the roll for it. And in addition to that, it's uh, 7,000 gold pieces. Um, yeah, I'm gonna... Oh, I don't have that much with me, but you have that, Arwell, right? Or Yeah, we got money. I would love that so that I don't How blow one of my two spell slots. <laughs> Uh, 7,000. 7,000, okay. Tell me about the color spray and the magic missile. Ah, well, he pulls out this thin, black, thorned wand. So it has these little thorns hanging out of it, and it's wrapped in bronze wire all the way around in these little rings. And Mm -hmm. he picks it out, and he holds it delicately in front of him. And he says, it can cast color spray 50 times. A lot of charges. 50. Let me, um, can I take a look at it and... Think about it. He says, certainly. I, I'm looking it up in my plan. Yeah, he says, certainly. So, yeah, as he hands it to you, he's like, uh, if you break it, you buy it. And he just has this big smile on his face. Incredibly <laughs> careful. Break it. Yeah. So I hand it back. Um, how about the magic missile? Uh, the one of magic missile. Uh, this one is delicately used. Uh, 20 of its 50 charges left. So it's on sale. <laughs> uh, yes, only 700 gold pieces for this one. Okay, and what level is that tuned to? That would be third level. Third give her, give okay. Calista a little money and she talks like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this wand, I'll have you know, actually uh, quite a rare find. The reason that we're selling it without all of its charges, this wand was taken from the sepulcher of a lich. Ooh. Interesting. Do you know the name of the lich? Uh, Herica. And um, how much is that? 
Uh, 700 gold pieces. Has, 700? Absolutely. Has, has it clear it looked that over? Uh, no, I don't know why they would. Mm, you, that's fun. <laughs> Do you mind if we inspect it? Uh, you may inspect it after you buy can it. You, mm, I can't tell you. You can't identify it and tell? How much of a chance is there that I'm getting like cursed with this thing that I cast with it? Uh, as much of a chance as anything else, I suppose. Look to a lich. <laughs> You're like, well, I feel like the I'm sepulcher of a lich. Yeah, might be worth it. Yeah, 700? It. Absolutely. It I'll take it. I I'll love it. it. Yeah, go for it. Might yeah. as well. You have a wand of magic missile at third level that belonged Ooh. to the sepulcher of the lich, Herica. It's the third level That's they the got shit. Am I the only person that doesn't know what a sepulcher is? I don't know what it is. Uh, a sepulcher is like a like a crypt. Tomb. A tomb. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything about it. frosty? Oh, as a matter of fact, yes, I do. Uh, I have a ring of ice storm. Ooh, what is that thing? Well, it casts ice storm um, at uh, at its regular level. Uh, it's and he holds it out. It's a hawthorn wand. Ice that, storm is good. Yeah, it's a hawthorn wand that seems like it's been dipped in silver, and you can still see like the natural hawthorn underneath it. But that metallic silver sits over the top of it. Uh, it's only eight hundred gold pieces because there's only two charges left. But it's quite the deal. What does Ice Storm do? It's, it's like a, a hailstorm, uh, like yeah. crazy hailstorm. Oh, that sounds like my It shit. does damage it's and then causes rough terrain. Very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, shit. I'll do that. I would love right. You said it's a ring or a wand? It's a ring. Oh, that's oh sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a ring that was made of hawthorn and dipped in silver. Gotcha. Awesome. I, said, I probably totally said wand on accident. That. Yeah. Can you only tune to one thing a night? or? Uh, you can attune to one thing per night. Yeah. So I would have to tune to it first, right? Or it works like a wand? Uh, it works, yeah. It's like... Pew, pew. It's a pew pew ring. Okay, I'll you said eight hundred? Yes. Let's go potions and then scrolls. Okay. Lord. So sorry. Sorry, dude. So Narder's Enchanted Scrolls is uh, located not far from uh, this wand right. And this shop is a single story building of living wood. It does not have a bustling floor like the one that you just came from. It has carved wooden doors, a smooth stone floor, and it's brightly lit by magical candles and chandeliers as you walk inside. You see a short male with Slightly pointed ears sitting here. He has puffy red clothing, and he's sitting here, uh, and he's, you can see him thinking over something, and he's writing. You can see the quill moving as you walk in. And as the door opens, um, he looks up to you and he says, Oh, hello. My name is Narder. Uh, what may I help you with? In search of scrolls? Uh, in uh, family logs? Inscriptions of some kind? We're at the scroll place this one? Yes. Okay. Um I, um, spells. Yeah, we're looking for anything that could protect us just from damage or maybe poison specifically. or Dragons fun. in general? Hmm. Yeah, dragons. <laughs> yes, uh, I do have scrolls of silence. Uh, I have scrolls of create golem. Uh, I have scrolls of shield, uh, scrolls of endure elements, uh, sea invisibility. Yeah. If any of those sound right. Yeah. I do have a scroll of foresight, which, in a sense, could defend you in the same way. Um, if you can see it coming, then maybe yeah. it never hits you. That sounds expensive. That's right up your alley. But... Yeah, it's totally up my alley. Uh, how much is also, that scroll? Interestingly enough, uh, the scroll is only 3,800 at this point. I've had a hard time selling it, and you'd be doing me a favor taking it off of my hands. Um, yeah, and it's the actual foresight spell. It's just foresight. Mm-hmm. Like the ninth level spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. He rolls it up. He puts the so napkin awesome. holder around it. Uh, <laughs> Three thousand eight hundred gold pieces, and he he hands it to you. Napkin holder of spell um, No healing scrolls. 
Oh, I, I do have healing <laughs> scrolls, I suppose. Um, and he starts like he's flipping through them. He's pulling them up and he's searching through these boxes. There just there doesn't seem to be any real organization. He's just looking through it as he remembers it. Uh, I have. Hmm. I have a, a scroll here. He pulls out a scroll that has this intricate gold lettering on the outside of it. And as he's looking at it, he says, uh, a scroll of uh, mass cure wounds. Ooh. How much? 3,000 gold pieces. Done. Yep. That's cool. So that's mass cure that's wounds. Mm-hmm. Fucking, is that, how many people that's is a, that? Uh, it's like a, it's like a bona fide spell. It's called mass cure oh, wounds. It's back. like within 60 mm-hmm. feet and everybody who's an ally gets... A shit ton of health. A back. wave of healing energy washes out from a point of your choice within range. Choose up to six creatures in a thirty-foot radius sphere centered on that point. Each target regains three uh, D eight and plus your spell modifier. That's, that's uh, a lot all at once for that many. Yeah. That's a lot. That's great. Mm-hmm. Holy awesome. shit balls. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so if things get dire, rip that scroll open. Um, <laughs> I, Fuck. Ah! I pull out the gerbil. The gold gerbil? The, yeah, the weasel? golden weasel. weasel. And I'm like, would you take it for this? Yeah, he, he examines he examines the golden gerbil, and uh, yeah, he will absolutely, he will take cool. your fucking weasel as payment. That's and he, he takes that weasel, and he sets, the, he doesn't like put it away anywhere. He like takes it, and he like sets it up on a shelf, and then he's like, is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, what are these scrolls for? Expecting to take some serious wounds of some kind? Yeah. Some, someone after you? Danger coming? Uh, we're going to the danger, yes. We're going to Raven's Bluff tomorrow. We're about to get on the highway to the danger zone. Uh, um, <laughs> sounds, he's like, <laughs> that'd be, it sounds like a good song. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Well, uh, if there's anything else I could interest you in, I have an arcane scroll of uh, resilient sphere, if that would be of any help to you. Um, yeah, it would. Resilient sphere? I, it's one of my spells that mm-hmm. I have. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll totally take a I scroll. could sell that to you for a thousand gold pieces. Okay, love it, yeah. Great. And then uh, he, uh, he he takes all of your monies and he's putting it in his uh, basically. Do you have confusion or anything like that? Mm. I'm really into like messing up their brain. Oh, I do have a, a scroll of suggestion. Suggestion? Um, it's what exactly. I do. It's what I do. Oh, it's what you You've do. seen me do it like a lot. To mama chicken joint. Uh, yeah, wisdom saves are not fun against them. So you guys are like, okay, thanks, bye. And Narder's like, yes, goodbye, good luck. So if they're still shopping, I want Arwen to just go back to the Great Oyster. Okay. Um, and the first thing he's going to do is bring back Ori. As you walk into the Great Oyster, just to remind you of what it looks like, it's a large stone building. It's right next to a harbor. So there is a harbor in this town. It's one of the last ones. It's a wide river that goes beside it. There is a single large wooden sign with the shape of an oyster swinging invitingly in a strong wind that blows here. The first time you came here, that sign was going nuts with that storm, but now it just sways idly. There is an enormous hole in the center of the street here. It does seem like it's in repairs and it's been marked off and there are people actively working inside of it. Inside it is dry and it is warm. The fire in the large hearth providing the necessary heat in the big common room just crackles. And as you walk into this place, there is a dwarf who is sitting over at a table. There are many people in here. They're eating their dinners as you walk into this place. No one is really looking at you. But this dwarf looks up to you, and he has this white beard and this white hair, and he says, A friend! It's so good to see you back! Garwin will be so excited you've made it! Yeah, I'll throw my hands out and be like, still loud as ever. He'll be like, it's Darnell! Remember? Darnell! And he's like slamming his beard on the table. He's like, allow me to buy you a drink! Yeah. Did all of your friends die? (laughs) No, we made it all through. I guess we'll uh, be paying. uh, Luckily, we just uh, agreed on a thousand, not a thousand each. He's like, join me for a drink? Absolutely. 
And, uh, and he's like slams his hand on the table and uh, the man behind the bar looks over and he holds these two beefy dwarven fingers up and he throws his ale back and slams it on the table. And when you sit down, he like smacks your back really hard. And he's like, good to see you. Good to see that you're back and alive. We didn't know what had happened. We heard the monastery fell. We heard that weird place you're from is being taken over by dragons. We thought maybe you just gave up and jumped off a cliff. Uh, no, a lot of things have happened. Um, and yeah, we're... Back at it. He's like, ah, back at it. Well, <laughs> it's time to, uh, where are you, where, are you heading back after this? You're st- you, surely you're staying in Mullmaster while this storm blows over. No, going to the eye of the storm. Ah, well then, what better time to enjoy the finer things in life than right now with your good friend, Dornal Whitebeard. I don't hang out with enough dwarves. Yeah, and uh, so those two <laughs> ales come over and he's no like, maybe your last, he <laughs> says, maybe your last night drinking. It Drink up. Be. It's on me. Thank you. Yeah, and he throws his back. That froth is all over his beard, and he's like, uh, your friend's out shopping, huh? Sounds like a real bore. Sounds like something nobody would want to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they don't come back telling stories. Hopefully they were making it quick. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it very much. (laughs) Alyssa bursts through the door with arms full of shopping bags. Oh my god, guys, do not believe what I found. Shop till you drop. And he's like, they made it after all. He's like, join us, join us. I love Rich Calista. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're being, you're being bougie. I literally <laughs> just want to go back to get my gown made. That's all. I want my seamstress to be there. As we as we walk in and we feel the warmth of the fire of the of the inn, which is a very comforting. Is Buffalo outside feeling. with a dragon head on his back and a <sighs> finger in his stomach? And uh, yeah, I tell him if like anybody flies. tries to steal the dragon head, just go. <laughs> and chatter your yeah. teeth. Um, now, uh, it worked before. Out, it'll work let again. A, let out a demon squeal if somebody tries to approach the dragon. Okay, head. he'll let out a. He, he's like. Now that I have Scree! like some distraction with my fellow compatriots, um, I'm going to uh, kind of just give him a hearty tap on the back of his hand with my metal glove, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go to my room. Yeah, and he grabs your arm and he shakes it. And he says, uh, you've done well, friend. And as everyone comes in, he's like, Dornal Whitebeard, remember me. It's good to see you all alive and well. We could not forget. Your friend tells me you're going into the jaws of death tomorrow. Might as well enjoy a drink with me. Yeah. You want to see the jaws of death? There's a dragon head outside. He's yeah. like, I'd love to. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, while he's out there, assuming he goes. He gets up and as he walks by the bar, uh-huh. he's, he like holds up four beefy fingers, points over to the table, and then he stops. And he holds up five and he points over to the table. And Little then he Lowry. walks outside. Uh-huh. And uh, and as he does, he slams that door behind him. He says, I'll, j- I'll be just back. Yeah. Have a good time. Um, I'd been meaning to ask Mallory while we were out and I forgot because things kept happening. Yeah. Um, Mallory, what do you have as far as gear? Are you well provisioned? Yeah, she says, I have uh, this. And she you can see her looking around. And before she answers it, she pulls the wand out. And without mm-hmm. telling you what it is, she says, do they serve food here? Yeah, we're getting, getting you food. You yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's but like, you can. I want you to eat it slowly. You finish the first portion and are okay and don't puke. And then you can have some more. <sighs> I'm very hungry. I know. I, I have this, <laughs> I have this wand of, of lightning bolt. Um, Fabulous. It has a few charges left on it. It, it mm-hmm. I didn't need it in the plane of water, though. They were very friendly there. That's good. Oh. Some of the other planes haven't been so nice. Air was great. I'm glad water was nice, oh, too. Water was, it, it, Man, we went to the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't was, ever go to fire. <laughs> water was really amazing. Um, the entire world submerged. They they helped me breathe under there. They, mm-hmm. they, they, rode, the, they rode these big fish. All of them. Uh, some people crazy. like us. Some some people with gills and fins. Wow. They had beautiful palaces. And you know, if we make it through this, I think I think we're going there on vacation. If we make it through Hell this, yeah. and, and the light just danced through the water all the time. Mm. It was a fantastic place. 
I'd like to go back sometime. Mm, I'd like to go with you. I have in this house. We totally should have gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she says, um, I have a few other potions in my bag, a, a bedroll, some. I had provisions, but I ate them all. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? I'm assuming you want to come back with us to Raven's Bluff and fight. Yes. Good. Absolutely. It, is there anything else that you need to feel prepared for that? And no. Okay. I'll, I'll return to Isaac's. Mm-hmm. See what's left. And if the people need me, I'll help. I'm small, but I'm strong. I can Absolutely. help. Absolutely. Uh, I know my way around magic, protecting people, mm-hmm. fighting for them. Uh, not like all of those uh, workers out on the docks. They can't protect themselves. They don't know how to deal with things like this. I'll be happy to go back. Thank you, Mallory. And I think Gumble will be too. I'm sure he will. Yeah, and he's he's uh, he's he's perched like up on the table now, and he's just walking around picking at it. Uh, these five beers come over, and as they hit the table, you hear something from outside, like "Oh the gods, where is this thing?" He's <laughs> like, out here, and then you hear like. <laughs> uh, I was like, he's fine. Uh, while, while, while Calista and Mallory are talking, I go up to the bar, and I would like to order mutton and mead for Mallory. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, the bar... I was going to get just like a whole like family dinner. Yeah, spread. last time you oh, were here, there was this huge oh, meal soup. they provided. Uh, they have they have fish, they have oysters, they have mm-hmm. all yeah. kinds of stuff. I they just have to bring, like, like one of everything. Yeah, steaks. They have Let vegetables, have potatoes. Slowly. Yeah, hoe cakes made out of corn, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're just yeah, uh, they're like little they're like, like little browns. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're this like little corn cakes. Originally from the south. And also these potatoes are really slutty. Yeah. Them hoe cakes. As we're all kind of sitting around the, the, yeah, ti- the except table and the fire, I just want to look at everybody and be like, guys, this might be our last night alive, and in the event that we don't kill those dragons, let's not get too fucked up, but uh, it's been a pleasure adventuring with all of you, and I'd like to toast to the motherfucking Horizon Walkers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Toast in real life. To the motherfucking Oh, toast in real life. Oh, clink, clink. Do I need to go get a drink? Uh, You can have this whole bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. It's like a part of me. Cheers. So Arwul is kind of just like taking all the stuff out of his backpacks and his like side pouches and everything and kind of just like categorizing them Mm -hmm. and just making it as as efficient as possible. Um, And then I'm going to take out my herbs and all that kind of shit and incense. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and start doing my hour ritual spell to bring back Ori. Yeah, so you light this incense. This room smells like Asheville. Uh, It smells like the fucking, it smells like the goddamn octopus garden blew up in here. And as you're, I mean, you know, jokes aside, it's it's peaceful. It's serene. Right. Uh, Those are burning down. And about by the time that incense burns all the way down, you have finished your rituals. That last ash yeah. hits you just, and you hear uh, a, ve- a very familiar hoot that you have not heard in many weeks. Yeah, um, um, and uh, like a tear, mm-hmm. and I just like hold yeah. Mary, and she like pecks at my little beard. Yeah, yeah, she's like picking at it. Sure. Uh, do you want to describe how she looks, just to remind us? It's been a while. Yeah. Um, so she looks like a barn owl, mm-hmm. but she's all white. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and, and so and when she flaps her wings, it's like the heat shimmer. Before we rest, how many identify casts can you infinite. do? Unlimited. Infinite. Uh, it just takes me 10 minutes per. As this is all happening, uh, Dornal comes back in and he's like, oh, he's like, holy fuck. <laughs> That's a dragon's head outside. And you we, all killed that thing? We sure did. Is that what was at the monastery? It was in a, a cave in the snowy plains. Brandy. We're going to drink brandy. 
We're gonna drink ale. We're gonna drink. We're gonna enjoy the finer <laughs> things. This will probably be your last night alive. You might as well drink with your good friend Donald Whitebeard. We'll drink a little bit, but we also have to try to save the world tomorrow, so. He's like, understood. So he keeps buying you drinks. This food comes out. Mallory nibbles at it. Um, you can tell that her stomach is bothering her, but even through that pain, she's still eating. She's yep. very hungry. She's very malnourished. Just a bite at a time. Um, yeah, she's eating. Uh, guy got her mead, um, but as soon as she grabs that, the bartender walks over and just, without saying a word, he picks it up, <laughs> and he walks back behind the bar, and he sets it on the counter. He looks at you, and he he's this gruffy male. Um, he, has his, he has his hair combed over on the top. It's very greasy. He has very simple brown and white clothing and he says you want this drink you can come and drink in front of me we don't serve children alcohol at this bar the mead was for me you're drinking with Dornal. i know how he gets <laughs> that that hedonistic crazy fool is gonna have every child in the village drinking in here if it's the last thing he does Dornal, like he's throwing back these drinks you guys eat you drink hi i'm adelaide nice to meet you <laughs> oh he's like uh, uh pardon my manners Dornal whitebeard a friend of the Horizon Walkers, uh, and a friend of Zorgarwal Goss. Uh, we've hired you all out, and uh, you must be from the monastery if you're hanging with this lot. Sorry, the dragon's head just took me so far off base. I, 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 I'm beside myself. I, 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 I would have introduced myself eventually, I'm sure. Uh, apologies. That's all right. Cheers. He's like, the drinks are still on me. And he's like, he's throwing back his ale. He's getting rosy cheeked quick, rosier cheek than he was when you got here. And you can see that dry skin from being in this tundra. He's sitting here eating and he's like, I can pay you on behalf of Zor Garwal, or I could call him here tonight if you like. Less hassle if you just pay us. He's like, very well. Unless he's got any information for us. He's like, well, it's less work for me too. And I can drink more if I can just pay you now. Don't have to play the messenger and the carrier all that. Is, I mean, is there any other message or information he might have had for us or just the money? Uh, just the money for uh, opening the monastery. He's very busy now, yeah. buying the blueberry wine back from the monks uh, now course. that the trade route's back open. Of course. Uh, yeah, which is so. thanks to you. So a thousand gold pieces and he, he reaches into his bag and he sets this sack of money up onto the table. He's counting it out gingerly and then like he shakes the bag, he ties it one good time and as he slams it down he's like, and of course the drinks are on me. Sullen as ever I see. Talking just a little. This alcohol open you up. He's like, try this fire brandy. It'll get you talking. I'm I'm good. I think I'm gonna uh, go to bed because I gotta get up early tomorrow and see if and save uh, the world. Well, <laughs> yeah, that. But I also want to see if my fucking dagger is ready. Ooh. Heard. Yeah, it's like Christmas morning for you tomorrow. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. So patches turns in. Arwell, you're already up there. Are you returning? Are we all in the same room? Or we have different rooms. I don't know. You're all you're you're all in the same room. It's like one okay. big. It's like okay. one big like commissary. Kind yeah. Of, commissary, yeah. But. It's like an orphanage. Yeah, gotcha. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of beds. Yeah, I've, so I've got three. Um, okay. One, which I already know what it is, uh-huh. uh, the giant strength. There's storm giant yep. strength. Yep. Um, so I take 10 minutes to find out what that one is. Okay. And then, uh, but the first one I would have done is the rod. Okay. This is a wand of life. Uh, oh. This has five charges. You can cast heal and use one charge of it, or you can use all five charges and destroy the wand and cast resurrection. Holy <gasps> fuck. Ooh, I got chills. So that's the highest level thing that's been spoken about in our campaign. One of life, five charges. Uh-huh. And one charge is heal, heal five is resurrection. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, do you want to look at my vials? Um, are you upstairs now, too? Yeah. 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 You're okay. all gone with you. Cool, upstairs. yeah. So I, I do was, the yeah. the rod, um, and then I do the black sphere bag. Mm. Uh, these these are not magical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. If... 
I couldn't identify them. They're not magical. I would give them a, like a good look over. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. So you could roll nature. Uh, nature. I think I'm gonna go for it. I've been kind of just like kind of meditating on myself and like really like mm-hmm. preparing for what the days to come and kind of like also centering myself yeah. because I know I'm gonna have some dreams tonight. <laughs> um. So I'm just kind of like. So I'm, oh, yeah. I feel comfortable with this and I'm kind of like tapping into my divination. Yeah. Um. So I'm using my last board for the night or day or whatever. Um, so I'm going to roll. It'll be 19. Except for the color, these completely resemble a pearl. Everything about them resembles a pearl. You think that these are black pearls, and with your nature being that high, you would know that they are highly valuable. If everyone's up there, I will give them to Callista. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll make some okay. earrings out of them. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you have time and energy, yeah. would you just double check this wand for me and see if it's got any adverse... I- I mean, I, I'm probably going to use it anyway, but I just want to know. I don't think I'll be able to tell you anything. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to do it if you want. Just to see? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll Thank take you. It. And my vials, too. Here you go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the wand, you don't notice anything else out of. Are we sitting here for another hour just redoing this ritual? <laughs> it's only two minutes each. Which is waving this yeah. incense around I'm or just whatever. I'm a cup yeah. of whatever drink he um, prefers beside him the whole Ori time. Ori is back, by the way. So Gumble yeah, yeah. and Ori are in this room. Uh, there are two familiars in here, which is um, nice. And I, like, well, as soon as that happens, really, it goes to be like, Gumble, stay the fuck away from Ori. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but he does. He keeps yeah. his distance, um, and he's just—he's back on—he's back on Patch's shoulders. Mm-hmm. You were all sitting in here, and he's like back down and in your armor, and his tail's like prodding at you, and he's playfully jumping from person to person. He'll like creep up toward Ori, but he's like not being malicious. He's just like—he's just like getting on Arwell's nerves and like getting closer and closer to it. And then every time you look, he'll like hop back and like run back over to Patches. But uh, you don't notice anything weird with the one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'll take yeah. it back. Uh, How about black pearls. We're in that thing roughly. Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. And then, Adelaide, you have a, a sovereign glue and a universal solvent. One is sovereign glue. The other is universal solvent. Oh, cool. What does that do? Cool. Sovereign glue. This viscous, milky white substance can form a permanent adhesive bond between any two objects. It's like a college dude's dorm room. <laughs> It must be stored in a jar or flask that has been coated inside with an oil of slipperiness. One ounce of the glue can cover one foot square surface. The glue takes one minute to set, and once it has done so, the bond it creates can be broken only by the application of universal solvent or oil of etherealness. The only other thing that can break it is a wish spell. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Shit, That's about cool. to glue down a motherfucking dragon. I'm going to glue Patch's fingers together. <laughs> <laughs> In his sleep. Oh, sleep. Um, uh, so, um, roll, so roll 1d6. But it takes a, a minute to dry. I'm rolling a d6 for, yep. what, for what? To see how much you have. Oh. You roll a 19. I'm I got a 6. <laughs> so you have 7 ounces of this. Um, and each Ooh. ounce can cover 1 square foot. That's awesome. Yep. That so the universal nice. solvent. We have to this figure t- out a way to use that. Against a dragon. Dude, throw it in his fucking mouth and then he can't blow fire on us. Well, it if takes a minute to, to keep set. it closed for a whole minute. That's a, that's a whole battle. Challenge accepted. <laughs> we might need to glue the stones to something. Oh, like glue. a gauntlet. Oh, maybe. That's I mean, fun. L- like, yeah, we, I'm sure there will be some like ways to use this. <laughs> <laughs> like an altar below the sea. The universal solvent, uh, you can take an action to pour the contents of the tube onto a surface within reach. The liquid instantly dissolves up to one square foot of adhesive it touches, including sovereign glue. So it can dissolve anything else that's causing something to stick together, too. 
but it is uh, specifically meant to be used in tandem with Sovereign Glue. That's so cool. Yeah. Everybody going sleepy times? Yeah. I'm going to work in my spell book for a little while, and okay. then I'm, yeah, kind of almost like dreading going to sleep tonight. Yeah. Because I know how heavy it's going to yeah. be. And I um, immediately, like, tucked Mallory in when we got there and gave her a little cup of blueberry wine so she didn't get a drink at dinner. Because I know she's had a stressful time. We're drinking with kids in I'm our campaign. Trying to help her get to sleep because I have I a mean, feeling it's not going to be I my dad gave me a glass easy. of wine at dinner when I yeah. was a kid. Just, huh. just a little tipple, just enough to make her sleepy so she can get a good Isn't rest. The tonight. Drinking age in Ireland like thirteen. I was assuming there Mallory's was a not drinking 13. age here. Oh, Wait, how old is Mallory? Mallory's a child. Like she's seriously? like nine. She like. It's too bad. Like she's like the Mozart, I guess. Yeah, of, she's like a prodigy. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's well, been she she's been wine. called a prodigy since you yeah. met her. She's she works hard. She deserves. Wine. She's. I yeah. feel like Mallory can handle it. Sure. Yeah. So you guys give the child like, alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> Half a serving. Mallory, she falls asleep quickly. She mm-hmm. like even with everything going on, she is tired. She mm-hmm. has food in her stomach. Finally, she is warm. She yeah. is out. Good. She goes to sleepies. I want to tune to my armor, but I have to okay. sleep to yep. do that. So you go sleepies and you want to attune to this armor. I'll go ahead and tell you what it is since you're going sleepies. Yee. This is, uh, so I've already described it to you. It's got all that cool dragon stuff all over it. It is plus one half plate with resistance to fire damage. Nice. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Good thing we're fighting a poison dragon. Armor of resistance. Okay, Adelaide goes sleepy. Guy goes sleepy. Sleepies. Mm-hmm. Who else is going sleepies? Um, Callista's just like playing a lullaby until everybody gets to sleep mm-hmm. and looking over her friends and okay. writing some final notes yeah. in the epic. Yeah. And I want to set my magic quill nice. to make, I want it to make like copies of the highlights of everything on some extra paper. Okay. Because I want to leave it with somebody here in case we don't make it out. Okay. So it's like it's it's copying over your yeah I'm setting the chronology it of the, hero, like the, the highlights the, of the Horizon Walkers yeah <laughs> um, yeah okay. I guess um, our our dwarven friend could probably find a safe place for it or white beard okay. yeah, oh. yeah the other guys seem more practical <laughs> <laughs> but if we can't get to we'll just say I need this to go to him and yeah just for safekeeping yeah <laughs> I didn't realize I thought I was I thought I, for some reason I thought it was light armor but it's medium armor and I only have proficiency in light armor so that would affect my spell casting if I wear it right yeah I guess you'll have to just give it to somebody that can wear armor now yeah do you want to do you want this unless anybody else wants it well you have to attune to it before you know that so you do have to well, sleep for a full night I don't I don't know what it is but I would know that but you, it, you, you can't wear it correct Correct. Right. Okay, that's so fair. That's totally fair. Adelaide, I'll think of you while I look badass on the battle. That's probably the coolest yeah, item just, in the whole so period. I just want to borrow those when we can get my dress made. So oh, when the dragons are dead, these babies are all like, yours. Okay. All right. So, uh, guy, you sleep in this. You that you were, and the best part about it is the the chain doesn't cover completely. It covers half. So your your ripped muscles are still just <laughs> yes, showing. Your, your low nipples. Yeah. Your low nipples are just glistening right out the bottom of these motherfuckers. Okay. They're beautiful. Everybody, everybody going to bed. Everybody going to sleep. Yeah. I would just canonically like to go mm-hmm. to bed last. Yeah. Do I find okay. out in the morning what the armor does? Yeah. It's a plus one. It's plus one half plate with resistance to fire, meaning you'll take half fire damage. So it's fifteen plus, plus dex. dex. So you dex mod. Oh shit, my deck mod is five. Nice. No, it's not. Yes, it fucking is. Oh, when see. you level From up. the fighter stuff, I think. Holy fuck! Truly <laughs> AC. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Well, it's 21 because oh, it's plus one. Oh my god! Wow. Yes. My <laughs> fucking AC is 21 now. But DM what, um, didn't know what he was handing out. With all the plate mail and God damn, dude. Holy yeah. shit balls. Okay, cool. Armor's awesome. I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I wear Holy it proudly. Yeah. That's the shit. That's, That's awesome. fucking You're finally insane. not going to get hit. 
Maybe. <laughs> but, but like Buffalo. Jesus, Buffalo yeah. needs the AC. Everybody goes sleep, except mm -hmm. Callista R1 patches at this point. Callista's playing her loot, just like yep. gingerly I'm over in the corner. sort of waiting for everybody to fall asleep. Yeah. I'm oh. just trying to lull them to sleep. It's the, uh, it's the calm before the storm right now. Mm -hmm. There are candles burning in here. There's not a lot of sound. There's a little bit of a murmur from downstairs. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to look over to Callista and kind of open my mouth if I was going to say something. And then I was just like, you know what? I was, R1 was going to try to stay up kind of the latest, but then just like... Callista, would you play me just, like, I don't know. Do you know any old gnomish songs? I'll do my best. Okay. And before I start playing, I come over and I just give him a little kiss on the forehead and Aww. say, dream yeah. well, Arwell. Arwell, <laughs> you have a very disturbing dream. Yeah. It's not Everybody. like the other ones. The other dreams, they, they roll out. They mm -hmm. tell a little bit of a strange story, almost like hieroglyphs, um, like something that you need to piece together. Uh, this dream, it shows you, you see these four colors, white and black, red and blue. And they just sit there for what feels like an eternity. And they sit very close together. They don't move. It's just these four colored spheres. And they all move just beside each other. And you see the black sphere then the white sphere then the blue sphere, and then the red sphere, as they align. And they sit here for just as long, another eternity. And then you notice that they are in the hilt of a sword. And that that sword is being plunged through a snake. And it's screaming out, but it's not moving. It's not a painting either. It looks like this strange beast has been frozen in place. And then you notice that there is a skeletal hand wrapped around the handle of this sword, and it leads up to what looks like a religious figure. It has a hat on that screams of religious prestige. It's tall and it's high and it's perfectly embroidered, but its head is only the top of a skull from the teeth up. And its eyes are red and they just stare at you. And underneath it, where its robes fall beneath this hat is a void. And it opens all the way up, almost as if its mouth is open uncomfortably large. And you can see a constellation inside of it. And that constellation has four colors in it. And they are black and white and red and blue. And those constellations, they add up inside of this thing's chest. And there's a bright, brilliant golden light behind this figure. And its red eyes just stare out at you, frozen for eternity. And it doesn't move. And it feels like this thing is looking at you forever. And then you wake up. Um, before we head out, I want to pull out my medallion that Gridrum gave me and Paylor, 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 Paylor. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Paylor is great. And as this happens, this light shines out of it. And this voice booms into the room. Patches! Patches, <laughs> my boy, how are you? Uh... I'm doing okay, considering. Um, everyone here is dead, Patches. Really? Well, pretty much everyone. I'm doing my best, though. <laughs> but you're in you're in Raven's Bluff. Yes, just like you asked. Oh, well, that's what. Yeah, well, that's why I was uh, calling. Calling. Uh, you know. That's an interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. Whatever. That's why I was uh, contacting you to see if ah. you Raven's Bluff. Yeah. Have you uh, have you met? Is anyone? Is anyone still in Raven's Bluff who used to live there? A few people in Raven's Bluff, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm tending the wounds of a strange man now. The blacksmith in town. Didn't catch his name. Thank God. That was the first. Tell, his name is Thundershout. Uh, He's half dead. 
Okay. Okay. Um, well, telling Patches and the gang says hello. <laughs> if he ever wakes up, I'll let him know. Yeah, okay. Um, what about, have you met um, a, a, a busty orc lady? Uh, no, I, I'm sure I'd remember that. Okay. He would. It seems, uh, it seems Paylor has smiled upon you, and Paylor be praised you're okay. Where have you been? Um, other planes. We fighting a dragon. Other planes. <laughs> we don't have enough trouble here already, huh? You have to go find more. Um, That's patches for you. Well, tell you what, we're heading your way shortly, so I'll, I guess I'll see you today. Where are you now? Uh, we're in Mallmaster, but we'll we'll be there shortly. Well, I, I, I trust I'll see you soon. Yeah. May Paylor smile upon you, and uh, Patches, I'm I'm glad to hear you're safe. I'm glad you're safe too. I'll see you soon. Okay. Ta-ta. Yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> TFN. And then we all die. And the dragon. And the dragon. <laughs> hey, is that armor green? Nope, it's red. It's red and metallic. Fuck yeah. It's like sparkly, shiny red. Iridescent red. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention when you were describing it to her because it wasn't something <laughs> it wasn't I was for getting. me. What is it going to be, gang? Y'all uh, and Mallory and Gumble and Ori? Let's go, I'm gonna go teleportation. Well, I'm going to go to the weaponsmith. Oh, yes. You walk up, and this, this old halfling, his eyes are bloodshot. His He has bags underneath him. It's obvious he's been working all night. He looks at you, and he says, good news. Yeah? I was able to make a dagger out of it. And on Yay. top of that, it had some really interesting properties. Oh, my God. Yes. I, I, I feel as if I feel as if a, a blacksmith finer than myself may have been able to tap into them more. But that said, I was able to tap into them myself. Uh, and he is essentially giving you, it's a plus two dagger. Part. Anything that you attack needs to make a constitution saving throw. And that DC is going to be 14. And if it fails, its speed is halved. <gasps> Whoa, dog. That's fucking Neat. crazy. And that comes from the cold damage that is innate to white dragons. You need three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just give him five grand. Okay. okay. So give him the five. Jump in a teleportation circle. Let's go. Um, Let's go back to the potion shop and see if they have anything new. Okay. <laughs> is this morning now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It's happened. Y'all went sleepy. Oh, yeah. And I'm putting it, uh, now that we've made up a lot of room in the bag of holding, I'll kind of put all my other shit into it. I'm going to be like very streamlined yeah. So you all are ready to go. You're packing up. As we're (laughs) heading to the Emerald Enclave, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to discuss with the group. Um, So we have three of the stones with us. Do we want to keep them on one person, or should we split them up? Split them up. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking that I wouldn't take one. Okay. And when we get back to Thundershout, you should have the Firestone, Callista. You should have the Earthstone. Yeah, absolutely. And I give you the Earthstone. Cool. And then I'll ask Mallory if she doesn't mind giving the Waterstone to... I don't know if I trust myself with it, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> You're more Rock and roll. No, You're more attuned with condensation. I'm going to give you should my it. Airstone to Patches. Okay. So, can I fly? <laughs> can, I, can I fly? So, can I fly? <laughs> no, but you can summon an air elemental with it. Okay, cool. Then you can fly. All right, all right. Um, you can fly, you can fly. So, Guy, you have this, this dark, black, earthen shard. Uh, it is jagged. It is rough on the entire outside of this. Uh, Callista, you don't have the Firestone yet, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. Mm-hmm. Adelaide, you have this perfectly, it's smooth as a river stone. And it's just this beautiful mm. uh, lapis lazuli blue. Yes. Patches, you have, it looks like a, like a 
a beautiful, perfectly carved shard that has clouds that are just constantly wisping up and off of it. You all are doling out these stones. Buffalo comes rattling in with this giant white dragon's head on his back. The sleeping bag a full of gold. A skeleton buffalo with a dragon head. <laughs> the sleeping bag full of gold in his sternum and a giant dragon's <laughs> finger tied in between it. Um, you all go to the teleportation circle? Yep. Yeah. Fuck okay. Yeah. This old man and this woman, they have, that, they have the voucher. You don't really need it, but you stand in it, and in an instant, you're gone. It lights up green and beautifully. And as you're about to go away, the old man looks out to you all, and, and it's like he's fighting to say something. And then he just says... Best of luck. And you all sit inside of a beautiful room, surrounded by glass on all sides. A giant lens of some kind, carved of crystalline glass with a metallic cage around it, sits in the middle of this room. Many strange candles line tables and bookshelves, but none of them are lit. Under and around the caged lens are various tools and cloth covered in grease. Cogs and an intricate system lie beneath the giant lens itself. Beyond the glass that surrounds this room, you can see a desolate hillside. Rocky mountains jut up behind the hillside. And it forms these sharp peaks that look like a crown all the way around this place. The ocean rises up to meet the hillside and it washes up so much flotsam of so many destroyed ships and harbors that it changes the color of the water itself close to it. A once proud wall that lined the city now lies crumbled. And you can't see anyone not moving in the streets, but you do see a dull orange light that washes over the entirety of a once great town. And it only adds to the feeling of uniform destruction and despair it seems to be washed over this entire place. An eerie quiet is almost tangible in the air around you. It is only interrupted by a large, threatening roar that echoes out and over the ocean that sits behind you. Well, in this session right there. Ah, yes. There's nothing quite like returning home. The smell of baked bread. Oh, no, wait. That's baked buildings and burning bodies and dragon's breath. Things ain't looking so cool in the Raven's Bluff as we return to it. But this does mark the beginning of the final arc of the Hit Dice podcast. And holy shit, you fucking made it. Congrats and thank you. Your support means so very much to us and... Being on this journey with you has been a shit ton of fun. Uh, we're, we're just so grateful that you, our listeners, have shown up for us. You've purchased our adventure, which has really helped keep this podcast afloat. And not only have you purchased the adventure, you've talked to us about how you ran it and how it went, which is really, really super fun. And just in case you've always been on the cusp of it and need one more pitch before I tell you about the next couple things that are going to happen in the podcast, <gasps> Last Flickering Light is a custom adventure that was written edited, and illustrated all by our cast. It is really super fun. It is hard mode Dungeons and Dragons. It's about eight hours of play with difficult puzzles that are fun to play through and don't feel like bullshit. A custom page full of magic items that the players can find that are nowhere else to be found in the D&D universe and were written by yours truly. It introduces randomized magic. It introduces spells that 
could potentially take your players to level 20 to get, but the consequences are just as great, and it is super duper fun, and it really puts your players and you as the dungeon master to the test. You can get it on our website, hitdicepod.com, and I highly encourage you to buy it because it helps keep us afloat. I can assure you that the next episodes of Hit Dice are rapid fire, they are highly intense, and they are even more so satisfying. So I hope that you're as excited to get into that as we are as we are coming to the end of this podcast, if you want to raise that hit dice banner high as the fanfare plays at the end of this episode, our favorite part about doing this is being involved with the community. We don't make any money off of this. It's just a really fun passion project that we wanted to share with you all. So if you're enjoying it, let us know. You can do that by following us on you can do that by following us on social media. Our handle is Hit Dice Pod on everything, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Get on there. Start that conversation with us. And while you're at it, if you've made it to episode 61 and haven't taken the time yet, it is such a small favor and it is such a big deal. Hit that five-star review button on whatever podcast source you use. Please, 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 please. And thanks. If you haven't, please show them Hit Dice Colors and head over to DiceEnvy.com, select your dungeon master, your favorite tabletop enthusiast, a pair of dice you think they love, and then be selfish and get yourself some, and enter the code HitDicePod at checkout to get 10% off. So, we've all made it to this point. Next week marks the beginning of the end. So, until next week, adventures. Oh,